to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. It's Jeff here, and welcome to episode 14. This is going to be a little bit of a different episode than what I've done up to this point. Up to this point, we've really spent a lot of time learning about what Freedom Day is, understanding the concepts that we use, understanding what freedom engines are uh, that help you to get there. We talked about how to get control of your debt, how to get control of your finances, how to get yourself to be able to reach your dreams. But today we're going to take a little bit of a different tack because one of the challenges I find with entrepreneurs, I find when I've coached people in the past, when I've helped small businesses, there is a challenge that small business owners and and quite frankly, most business owners have, and that is that they don't take action. They come up with excuses. They're really good at coming up with excuses, but they don't take action. And this is one of the things that I have been, you know, up until my first really successful business, I did the same thing. I came up with all kinds of excuses, you know, oh, I want to spend time with my family on the weekends. Oh, you know, I'm not prepared for this yet. Oh, I don't know enough about it for me to be successful. Oh, I've got other things going on at work that I need to get done uh, before I do this in the evening. And it wasn't until about six years ago when I finally decided that I wanted to build a, a, that I was going to build a successful business, whether I, I tried or not, I wanted to be able to get this business going. And I wanted to be able to get started in my own world and my own freedom. And I didn't even call it a freedom engine then because I didn't even think of the concept of a freedom engine. But one of the things that I did and I have done ever since is I stopped whining and I started doing. I took action. And that is one of the key things that you have to do. If you're going to be successful, you have to take action. And one of the things that keeps you from taking action is what I call the power of procrastination. Now, a lot of times you'll say, well, you know, I, I, if you use a word like power and then you say procrastination, that's kind of an oxymoron. Well, I, I meant it to be that way because there is power in procrastination. Unfortunately, it's a negative power against you. If you don't take the time to get started, if you don't just get going, you're never going to get there. You will never take that first step. When I started my first business in the co-working industry, I can't tell you how many people came to me after I had done that and said, man, you know, I had seen those things too. And I always thought that was a great idea. And I was, I was going to do something like that. Yeah, you were going to, but did you? What was the difference? Why was I successful and they weren't? Why was I able to open a co-working space when nobody else had opened one in the town that I lived in? 
Why? Because I took action. Because I put together a plan. I didn't stop and think about it for years and say, well, I don't know if this is going to work or whatever. I took action. I started the process. I tested my idea. And I took action. I didn't procrastinate. Now, that was not my life before. A lot of times I did procrastinate about things and got away with it for a lot of years. I mean, I worked for some other people and was always in sales in some way, shape or form. So, you know, your your results are pretty much out there when it comes to, you know, whether you're successful or not at what you're doing. But in other things in life, especially when I tried to start businesses prior to about six years ago, I procrastinated and it cost me. It cost me success years earlier than what I, you know, actually had it as an entrepreneur. The other piece of it is you've got to have goals. If someone doesn't sit down and write down their goals and make them to where you can literally taste your goals, you're never going to be successful. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Too many people wander through life without any goals. Now, You'll hear people that talk about goal setting have all these acronyms like SMART and all these type of things like that. And that's the most common one. It's the one that everybody repeats and it's specific, measurable, attainable. You need to think of goals in this very specific way. And I'm going to have you do an exercise now. Take out a piece of paper and on that piece of paper, write one goal. And I want this to be your biggest possible goal that you can think of. Maybe it's that you want to buy a fancy car, you want to buy a Corvette, or you want to go on this amazing vacation, or you want to buy you know, a new house, or you want to buy an island. I don't know what that is, but let's stop and let's go through this exercise. So let's assume you wanted to buy a car, and it was a really fancy car, right? Maybe I want to buy a Corvette. What year of Corvette? What body style? Is it the L6, the L7, the L8, or the Z? Z7, Z6, Z8? Is it an old one? One of the original back in the 1960s or 50s? Which Corvette is it? What color is it? What do you want it to look like? What's it going to feel like when you sit down inside of that car? What does the steering wheel feel like? Does the seat hug you when you sit down into it? What does the cockpit feel in the car? What does it feel like when you sit down? Now let's start the car up. Now does the car that you're thinking of, is it starting up and making a loud noise or is it quiet? Can you feel the engine running? Can you feel it vibrating or is it a quiet? Did you go for an electric vehicle? Look around. What does it feel like inside the car? What does the ceiling of the car look like? What does the passenger seat look like? Is there a back seat? If not, is it just you and the back, or the back of the car? Is the engine in front or is it behind you? Now, let's accelerate. Press the, press the gas down. Do you hear a roar and it pushing you back into your seat? Or is it quiet and pushing you back into your seat? How does the steering wheel feel as you're turning a corner? Is it really fighting with you a little bit or is it easily turning? 
when you are driving along and you hit the gas again? Does it push you back in your seat still or does it slowly accelerate or, or accelerate and it not really push you back in your seat? Put the brakes on. Does it feel like you're pushing you forward? Are you pushing up against the seatbelt? Or is it slowly slowing down? What are the people that are around you looking at? Are they looking at that car? Or are they just ignoring it as you're driving along? How does it make you feel? Now that's goal setting. That's how you do it. Now, what's the price of that vehicle? What's the price of that trip? What's the price of that house, that island? What is it going to take to get yourself there? When are you going to do it? Write a time period down. If it's a car, are you going to save for a down payment? Are you going to pay for it completely in cash? What is it going to be? If you're going to save for a payment, what are you going to have to save to get there? Now, take the time period that you want. So maybe it's 12 months, 18 months, 24 months and divide out how much you're going to have to make each month. So if it's 24 months, take what your down payment is, divide it by 24 months, and that's what you're going to have to make every month to get to that down payment. Divide that by 30. That's what you're going to need to make each day. And even divide that by, let's say, 12, and come up with how much you need to make per hour to get yourself to that goal. And that helps you get there. Now, the final part of this goal is to write down a list. And this is what I want you to do. I want you to write a list down of all the things that you could do that will help you to get to that goal. Everything possible. So stop the podcast for just a second and write down every specific thing that you can do to get yourself to that goal. Okay, so hopefully you now have a list that shows what that thing is that you want, that thing that you, in your heart, want more than anything else. You know what it feels like now. You know what it tastes like, what it sounds like. You, you can just absolutely taste that goal every time you do it. Now, if it's a car, I don't know if I'd, I don't know if I'd lick the car to get a taste of it, but you, you have a taste sense. You know, it, it's, an, it's a sense that you're feeling. You know what the price tag is, and you know now the time and the breakdown of the time. You should also have a list now, if you did your homework or you did your little exercise. If not, stop this and do it. Write down everything you can possibly do to attain that goal, to get yourself to that goal. Now, choose three things that you can do as soon as this podcast is over with to take action to get yourself moving, to get the momentum started towards reaching your goal. Write it down. As soon as the podcast is over, do it. So it might be, well, I need to make 10 phone calls. I will get a hold of maybe five people. I can schedule appointments with maybe two of those. And out of those two, at least one of them is going to buy something. And hopefully that is enough to get me to my goal. If it isn't, then I need to go back and I need to make more phone calls or something to get more appointments so that I can meet that goal that I need to meet. Now that you have that goal, and you should do this with multiple things, I would encourage you to do this at the beginning of every year. Set a whole series of things down. 
So set a list of, of things that you want, not that are practical, not that are something that, you know, you, you can't ever attain because you can attain it. Everybody can, can attain this. It just has to be the right vehicle to get yourself to that point. And sometimes you might have some huge goal that you realize later on that is not as important as I thought it was back when I started this. Your goals will change over time. But write these down and do that same exercise with a series of these. First off, things that you want. What are the things that you want more than anything? And it could be things that are for you and your family, but it could be things that are somewhat selfish and it's for you. And that's okay. You need to do things for yourself. Then you need to make a list of the things, experiences that you want to attain. What are the experiences you want to have? And this is not things you want to buy, but these are experiences you want to have. Is it travel? Is it that you've got a bucket list of things that you just want to have experiences during your life? Is it that you have this lifelong goal to do something that is an incredible experience? Whatever that is, write that list down. As many of them as you can think of in the next five minutes. So you can stop the podcast if you want, but just write that down. And the last thing that you need to write down or the last list is things that you want to give. Is it tithing to your church? Do you want to set up a scholarship? Are you trying to build a building for families? Do you want to um, give to or, or participate in a Habitat for Humanity? Do you want to participate in... Um, a walk in the name of, you know, someone who's had Alzheimer's or whatever. Those things that you can give where you can maybe do something and get other people to give that don't want to actually do the activity. That is you giving and you're collecting others to do that. So what are those things you want to give and write all of those down? Now, out of all those things, prioritize on each of those lists five items, five items that you feel like can be done in the next year. And then you're going to create what's called a vision board. So what is a vision board? A vision board is all those things on your lists. You want to get pictures. You want to get anything that represents those. And you want to put those on that vision board. So if it's a car, then try and find a picture of the color car that you want, the exact model. Put that on your vision board. If it's you want to go on a special vacation and that's an experience you want to have, then put it on your vision board. I will tell you a couple of mine. Um, with my solar business, one of the things that I really wanted to do, and it is going to help me to get to this goal for myself, is I love the Z7 Corvette. I thought that was probably the most beautiful Corvette that's ever been created, and I love that car. And within the next year, I will buy a Z7 Corvette with the proceeds from this business that I'm, I'm creating right now. And that, once I get it done, once I'm able to do that, I want to pay for cash for it. Once I pay cash for it, I'm actually going to take it out to Las Vegas and I'm going to take it to Count's Customs because I love the show um, on History Channel. And I'm going to have them specialty paint that for my business on that Corvette. 
because I love their paint jobs. I don't want to put a wrap on the car. I want to have a very unique paint job that I can only get there. So that is my goal. And I know what it's going to cost me to paint it. I know what it's going to cost me to buy the car. I know what it's going to cost me to do a few performance upgrades. Why? Because that is something for most of my life I've dreamed about, and I've not taken the opportunity to do this. From my list of things to do, I will tell you um, this next year, I've, I am a huge World War II and, and really military history buff. And two of the things that I will do this next year is I've wanted to fly on a B-17 bomber, uh, which there's one in Dallas that I can fly on, and I've wanted to fly on a B-29 bomber. So those of you that know anything about airplanes, they were bombers from World War II. There are only a few of them left in the world that are actually flyable. Most of them are just museum pieces. But there's one in Dallas that's a B-17, and it's going to cost me about $1,400 to fly on that. The other one is a B-29, and it's going to cost me about the same, about twenty or about $2,000 to fly on that. It's a one-time experience, but it is something that I have dreamed about for my entire life, and I'm going to work hard this year to do that. And not everything is about me. I also want to be able to give. I want to be able to give back. So 10% of the profits of my company are going to be used to help our community. In some cases, it'll be to promote and work in entrepreneurship programs that I've been involved in and help fund those. In some cases, it'll be nonprofits that are in our community that I want to help out, that I believe I can help. And it will be giving back to individuals uh, in the form of scholarships. I want to help kids that might have not had a chance to go to college. I want to specifically help kids that wouldn't have done that who want to go on to college and study business and are interested in entrepreneurship, I want to help them get there. I don't want them to have, use money as an excuse why they can't get there. So those are very specific things for me, and they're on my vision board. Every single one of those things is on my vision board. And I was never a vision board fan, but as soon as I started doing this, I started to achieve things that I had never achieved before. Because even though I set goals for myself, I wouldn't review them. I didn't have that reminder every time I came into my office about those goals. And I now, every morning, when I get up, my office is right next to the bathroom. And I, while I'm brushing my teeth, I go into my office and I stare at that vision board. And I think about every single thing on that vision board. And I'm going to attain that this year. I have set those goals. I've set those micro goals for myself. And I will attain those this year. Now. Here's a challenge that many people have, and especially uh, entrepreneurs have when they're getting started. They think they need to make everything perfect. Um, I see this quite often when people you know, are getting started and they've got to have the right logo and they've got to have the right brochure and they've got to have a perfect website and everything else. Well, first off, if you, had, you don't need a perfect website. You need a website. You need to get something up that talks about your business and can collect information. That is the most important thing. So a website should look decent. It doesn't have to look great. You're going to change it over the years. 
it should have some means of capturing information from the people so that they can do business with you. So you need to clearly, all it needs to clearly state is, this is what I do. This is how you buy it from me. Take action right now. Give them something that they want to give you their information for. Every website should be either setting an appointment for somebody that wants to work with you or providing them with some information of value in exchange for their email address. That is it. A website is not going to sell anybody anything. It's not a brochure. It's not designed to be in place of you. All the people that talk about, well, people doing millions and millions of dollars on the internet. Yes, theoretically that is true, but it's because they drive people, they drive traffic to their website. And when that traffic gets there, they have a very clear message of how they can do business with you. Perfection is unattainable. Those are the three basic things that you need your website to do. Those are the three basic things that a brochure should do. Those are the three basic things that a business card should do. Most people leave the back of a business card blank. That is perfect real estate to say, this is what I do. Here's how you do business with me. And here's something of value that I would be willing to trade for your email address. Every business card I have has a QR code on the back of it, and it offers some piece of information. Or in the case of my co-working spaces, when you flip it over, it's basically a gift card, and you can come in and work with me or work with us for one day for free. So give something of value and get them to come in, get them to take action. Perfection is unattainable. You're going to change it over time. Just get it up and get it working. The other thing is, and this is common, you'll hear Entrepreneurs use this or use this a lot of times. You got to build the airplane after you jump off the cliff. You can't build the airplane and then take off. Uh, it just doesn't work that way in, in entrepreneurship and small business. You need to jump off the cliff and start building the airplane as you go. Um, and hopefully you don't hit the ground before the airplane's built. But that forces you, if you have that mindset, of saying, okay, I'm going to just jump off this cliff now, I'm going to get going, and then I'm just going to build the airplane as I'm going. For those of you that have been listening to the podcast, I hadn't even thought about being in the solar industry four weeks ago, um, four, four and a half weeks ago. I hadn't even thought about being in the solar industry. Within a weekend, I had designed a business plan for myself, designed a logo, ordered business cards, got a basic website up and running. Um, all of that, while I was going through training, going out and beginning to market my business to people, I didn't have business cards, didn't have name tags. I'm just out there doing that. Tried to order, um, I tried to order shirts for the business so that I could kind of market it while I'm going around town. Well, the supply chain's all messed up and I can't even get shirts at this point. I don't care. I was able to get a name tag so I can at least have branding for my business on a name tag so that people know who I am. I was able to get at least business cards. I was able to have my web team put together a website for us real quick. Uh, we'll continue to work and tweak that, build that as we start to build the business. But it was just take action as quickly as possible. Get it done. Get it up and running. Get that to be a visible business for people to look at as soon as possible. And then get out there and start marketing your business right away. And I'll build the airplane the rest of the way. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be everything I need to get done, but it's going to get me where I need to be. 
And then I can continue to build as I build the business, as I make money in the business, I can hire people to get in there and tweak that and perfect it. Right now, it's myself and a couple people that are building this. And all of us are working extra time to get this done, but we'll, we'll start to build revenue and that revenue can be used to pay for other services and everything else. We've got the bare minimum right now. So that said, what are you waiting for? Get off your ass and get going. Take this time, shut off the podcast, and I want you to go back. And if you don't remember what the exercises were, stop, put the podcast back at the beginning and listen to the exercises and follow the exercises again. Put this down. Get your goals to where you can taste them. Figure out how much it's going to cost and what time it's going to take to get there. Figure out what you're going to do to do that. And now take action. So for those of you that did the exercise while we were going, as soon as the podcast ends, you need to jump off and you need to take those three actions that you had circled on your list. Do them now, immediately. They shouldn't be big things. They should be simple, straightforward things you can do. Pick up the phone, make a few phone calls, uh, get your website set up real quick. Shouldn't take long. You go to a website builder like Wix or Squarespace or any of those, just get a website up. Just get some basics up, use a template, change a little bit of the wording around. When I started my co-working spaces, I, there was no, and there still is, no template for a co-working space website. So the closest thing I could think of was there was one for uh, apartment complexes. It was a landing page. And that, that page that we created using pictures that we sampled from the internet, um, once again, go to someplace like a, like a, a free image site and don't use just Im anybody's images because that could get you in trouble. But we use those images, put a little bit of information about what the space was going to be about. And for the first year of our existence as a business, even after we had opened, we were still using that same landing page with not even real pictures of our business on it. It was actually pictures of other co-working spaces, but we wanted to get the image across. Then we built a website. Once we knew what the space was about, once we were able to take pictures after it had been built, then we were able to actually use and create a website. And we went back later and we built a different website on a different platform because we found that the one that we had initially wasn't really good and we needed a different platform to work from. And so we went back and we redid the website about year two. About year three, three and a half, somewhere in there, we redid the website again because we felt like it just wasn't flowing as easily as possible. So you're going to keep doing these things. So don't worry about everything being perfect because guess what? At the beginning of a business, nobody knows who the hell you are and they're not even going to your website. So don't worry about it. You just need to have some information out there. Um, I was funny because I was meeting with somebody last week and she was saying that, you know, before she met with me, she said, well, I went and looked at your website and I was really impressed and I understand what you do and everything else. People are going to do that. So you need to get your information out there as quickly as possible, but don't worry about it being perfect. It will get there. So get going. Stop whining about it, that you have other things that are more important. Take action now. Start doing it. Get out there. 
I hope this was helpful for you. I look forward to seeing you or, or hearing you uh, or you hearing me and you being part of the audience. If you have comments on this, um, first off, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Just hit the subscription button. It doesn't cost you anything, but it lets you know when our episodes come out. We publish on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Uh, but sometimes we might have an extra little piece that we'll throw in there on odd days and you're not going to know about it unless you're subscribed to the channel. So make sure you subscribe and make sure if you have questions, you have comments, whatever it is, make a comment on here, whether it's on social media, whether it's on the podcast channel, you're listening to it, make a comment, ask a question. We answer all questions. So we look forward to participating with you. I look forward to interacting with you and helping you to understand why it is so important to get to your own Freedom Day and how you're going to do it. And this is probably one of the most important episodes up to this point because all the other ones are fine. The knowledge is wonderful, but if you don't take action, it's just not going to get you there. So have a great day and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 